0: Welcome to the Kayak
1: Bass Nation. Kayak Bass Nation. is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Go to dugoutfishing.com to find everything you need for your next Kayak Bass Fishing Tournament.
2: Hope you enjoy the show. Jeff Malotte, Lunch Money Lambert,
1: Lego. Also sponsored by Revo Sunglasses. Go to revo.com, use code KBN25 to save 25% off your next order. Revo, best lenses on earth. Also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka. Go to WesternSundistillery.com and use the bottle finder to find a bottle near you.
3: Welcome to the Nation.
1: All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday night! Welcome to another KBN Live. We got a great show for you tonight. We've got Mr. Lambert on location once again down at the beach, Panama City. Yeah. How you doing tonight, man?
0: Always, always on location. I'm out here, bud. I'm out here.
1: You're out here. Did you spend the day on the beach, dude? I you're
0: feeling? It? I don't know.
1: It's it's got to be this. It's got to be this camera.
0: I'm, there's no way I'm this red all the time, huh? I don't know. Every time hey, you yeah, come yeah, on yeah, here,
1: bro. you look like you just did some wild. You know, you're coming off the lake, coming off the beach, whatever. I even see your pool wristband. You could have gone poolside with this. That'd have been legit. This
0: ain't. This is Save JT, son. This oh. ain't, This is. That's a life membership. That ain't no pool oh. wristband. Come on. My
1: bad. I'm, I'm tripping.
0: That's buddy. for the squad.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you guys probably saw we've got a huge show tonight. We've got Armando from Bass Kayaks, and Beers, and we got the world famous or infamous Luke Duncan from uh, <laughs> Low Budget Live. He's right in here. Yeah, Low, Low Budget <laughs> Live over on YouTube, and, and you know Luke's got a great show over there. We're so glad he's taking the time to to join us here and, and talk a little bit about podcast and what what we do and the impact on our sport uh if you guys saw we're doing a giveaway tonight it's throwing shades tuesday i guess instead of tuesday, monday <laughs> hey we, tuesday, we bumped, tuesday. we bumped it as every, people may or may not know i'm a basketball head at heart it's my first love i'd still play if i could physically do it all the time so we had to bump it one night so we could watch the game last night and up being a great game but
0: that was a really good game man i was yeah. uh, very disappointed
1: by the ending but uh that was a good game yeah pulling for carolina but oh well uh, but we're doing the Revo giveaway tonight. So any pair of shades off the Revo website, all you got to do is like this stream, share it, and go over and like the Revo page, and we'll pick somebody. After the show's over, I'll go find them and post them on the group page and uh, get a winner. Everybody that's got them so far has been thrilled. I'm sure, Ryan, you've been wearing yours down there on the beach. Man, curve. I
0: put them on three or four people down here at the beach, had them, had them try them out, trying to get some new new users on board.
1: Yeah, and if you don't win, use that code KBN25 and you save save a few dollars over there. Uh, of course, Western Sun Vodka, we appreciate their support of the show always. A drink of choice for KBNers all over the place. And then Dugout Bait and Tackle. See, my hat's, my hat's kind of out of the picture, but yours isn't. Uh, dugout Bait and Tackle, dugoutfishing.com. Go down there and get the hookup as it is full blown tournament season right now. It's it is, man. Being.
0: We're wide, wide, wide dick open out here. Wide we dick got- open we got some new things coming at the dugout too we got a new product release it's probably going to happen next week so keep your eyes peeled this should be a disruptor of sorts i would think yeah
1: it's gonna be awesome can't wait to see it so what over the weekend we had some some events go down uh the cali event i you may know more details than me but they had their big bass splash whatever they call it but it's the no limit tournament the natives putting on with uh hourly prizes, and then overall Big Bass winner, basically like an MLF slash Big Bass style event. What happened out there?
0: Uh, Well, I I thought Greg Blanchard won it, so I hit him up to come on (laughs) to come on the podcast and then he texts me today and he's like, well, uh, eh, turns out I didn't win it. Uh, he's like, I swapped places with second. So, so anyway, we're, we're going to get the new winner on next week. We're going to get Adam Bomba on who's one of our throwback boys from the original ship house. He had the biggest bass of the event, but the way this works is you get an hourly big bass payout an overall big bass prize. And then it's a tournament in itself also. So we'll have them back on to kind of explain some of that, what we got going on now. But apparently uh, Greg didn't get his fish submitted by, and this is where the discrepancy is, is it three o'clock, like three, oh, 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 or is it three o'clock and then 59 seconds after? That was a part that wasn't, I guess, laid out up front in the rules. And it's not in several series i mean we know hobie it is and aj talks about in every single captain's meeting you have the entire minute up until 301 to submit your fish but you know heads up to tds out there if you don't clarify that you'll run into things like this to where it's a question mark and you didn't really say it beforehand so you know who's in the right who's in the wrong it's kind of a toss-up
1: yeah that's that's wild there i'm surprised they didn't just let this be a lesson for them and let greg hold on to that title since it wasn't clearly spelled out but whatever. Yep. This is what it is. Uh, I'm sure Greg will have, he's had his fair share of winning. He'll probably step up and win the next one that comes that way. So,
0: I mean, Greg doesn't seem to have a problem winning. So yeah, Greg's all right. He's doing all right. He's <laughs> Greg's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh,
1: Georgia Bass nation had an event over the weekend. Joseph Gaten. Is it Gaten or Gaten? I Joseph G
0: man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he wreaks havoc on, on the Georgia folks down there. He pulled, pulled it off at Hartwell. Got yeah. on some good ones.
1: And then the folks uh, went down to. I want to get on. To some, I don't. Well, I'm not going to do it, right. I'm going to maintain my composure. But okay. folks went to Cato for the KBFers. So they had their event down there, and they're four for one. It's like a four for one sale. That's right. Uh, That's right. And nobody uh, not down there. I am going to say it, knows how to do math. <laughs> nobody knows how many people were in each event. For God's sakes. <laughs> But so, you can't
0: look at it and tell because I tried to look at it myself. I know you were complaining about it, and I went and looked, and I was like, "Well, shit! It looks like there's 70 people in this one, or 51." Like you can't tell. I don't. I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, but regardless of that, Cody Milton, well done. Uh, got the Josh Stewart. There.
0: Josh Stewart day yeah. one. Cody Milton day two in the pro tour. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Feel free to correct yeah.
1: me. And they even have like the Powerball bonus whatever pay down there so somebody won i don't know who won that but well done to all the winners down there cody you won the two-day event so i'll give you the credit the most credit two-day event cody you man for sure so no, that's
0: yeah. that's a good fishery that's a he, he had a, a damn good limit on it so hats off yeah. hats off to cody
1: yeah man um nothing else to get to get in here and, let's get to these guests get these guests we'll in here that. man let me get the background changed around they've been patiently you waiting move, move some bottles
0: around back there what are you gonna yeah. do yeah
1: boom <laughs> boom there they are
0: Hey, Luke. all right, oh, all right.
1: Guys. Luke Duncan, Armando, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you for Thank having, you me.
2: having us.
1: Yeah. Have you ever been on a kayak podcast, Mr. Duncan? I
2: haven't. This is this yeah, is and I and I want to say just right out of the jump, you had Fat Cat Newton on before you asked me, and I'm kind of a yeah. but what well, well so
0: to, Fat uh, Cat Newton engages the community with he, memes of him killing people in a bass boat. So that, that really prompted <laughs> that really put him on my radar. I was like, this guy is coming on the show.
2: <laughs> he really pokes the bear. And
0: I like I like old Fat Cat. He's a he's a pretty solid dude.
2: He's hard to beat. He's not even
0: a fat cat anymore. It's it's nope. really disappointing me, man. I saw him at the classic. I was like, man, you ain't you ain't even a fat cat. This is <laughs> medium change His name he medium calls cat himself, now. He's calling himself thick cat, but I'm going with skinny cat. Yeah, he's no, he's <laughs> looking looking real skinny on that that's one. Lost a lot of weight, man. Proud of him. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That is awesome. Armando, you're one of my favorite people I've ever interviewed with, and I want you to know that up front. That that podcast you, I did. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm lying. pretty. sure... Sh- I'm pretty sure it's your accent. Like I'm pretty sure you could say anything in the world and it's gonna sound a lot cooler just because you have an accent. So uh, I don't want to give that too much credit, but seriously, that was one of the better podcasts I've I've ever been on. That's something Hats you off to you. with my wife now. <laughs> Great. I hope there's Great. many more things. <laughs> Not too many though. Not too many. Never wow. mind. <laughs> anyway no. all right I'm leaving we'll see you guys <laughs> no yeah,
2: you know, we're uh, fine. thanks guys <laughs> yeah, very nice. I told cool. you
0: this would be bad Luke my bad <laughs> well, so this this was, I, I'm having a great
1: time yeah this was actually Ryan's idea that, to have fellow podcasters on and talk about podcasts uh so here we are tonight talking about uh we're going to talk about a lot of things but just the place and the role that that we play as podcasters you know Ryan and I started our deal really just to have fun with it, and and here we are a couple years later still doing it. I don't know why Armando started his, but we can start start with Luke. (laughs) Luke, how did you get into this to begin with on the basketball side of things and start podcasting and and turn into what you've made yours over there?
2: Man, I'll be honest with you. I've been such a podcast fan for a long time, just like you guys. You travel around. I'm a music nut. I like to listen to music, but I got into podcasts several years ago, and not, not a ton of fishing podcasts. In that time frame, like when I first started listening to podcasts, you know, and now there's a lot of them. I, and I know you guys know that there's a new one every week. I feel like, but uh, but I listen to the Ike Live guys a lot. But then I mix in, you know, the Joe Rogans of the world and Theo Vaughns and a lot of comedians that I like have podcasts, and so I would I would listen to them. I thought, man, this would be cool just to kind of hit record, say what I think, talk about my life a little bit, interview friends of mine that are leaving tournaments or what have you. So that's kind of how it started. And and the, in the the low budget live idea. We used to do it on Instagram, and I'm a cheapskate, and everybody <laughs> knows that. Uh, that's around me very much. And dude, I, I played music for years, so I had music equipment. So I'm like, well, hell, I've already got some equipment. I figure out how to turn this into something I can record with. So I took music equipment and figured out how to run it through my iPhone to record do uh, broadcast on Instagram Live. So for like a year and a half, we did podcasts that there's no record of <laughs> like some of the best <laughs> lbls i ever did you nobody will ever know but I, I had roland martin jimmy houston and bill dance all in a booth at a tracker boats dealer meeting for like two hours one time i have a screenshot of them sitting next to me on my phone that's it it went away awesome. in 24 hours we were doing that's all this awesome. work carrying around this equipment so i eventually you know decided i better buy a computer but that's kind of how I started man it was just fun and then it you know, I tried to be more consistent with it over time, and as it as it, uh, you know, you start looking you're like, damn, people are actually sort of paying attention. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. Just, from there, man, five five this August will be five years, man. It's crazy.
1: Time flies. And Armando, what about yours? It, it, don't tell me I, it's just because you like bass kayaks and beer, and that's the name. That's why you did well,
3: it. Well, that that that's how <laughs> the name came up. But honestly, I I've never even knew the podcast was a thing. But when I started coming home from work, my wife who loves like true crime and you know all <laughs> yeah. those things, murder relaxes her. Right, so <laughs> yeah. she loves to listen to those podcasts of wives who killed their husbands, got away with them, and all that. So be yeah. careful, Armando. I'm you know from that point on, i learned. <laughs> but now she started listening to podcasts i would listen like what are you listening to what's it called the podcast whatever so i was like man i wonder if there's fishing podcasts out there And sure enough i think the first one that i listened to would Cr- crank and something casting crank um a good podcast but wasn't what i'm looking for so i was looking to see if i found something re- you know related to kayak fishing and i found kbn i found paddle and finn um And then I got the idea of like, man, if I can just by listening to you guys and listening to Paddle Like Finn, I got the idea, man, I could learn a lot more from kayak fishing if I can get the guys who know most about it come and talk to me about it. Right. Um, I don't have friends around me that do kayak fishing. Like when I started, I was just learning by myself and watching Fluke Master on YouTube. So I got that probably took a
0: lot longer. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, man. That's my hero.
3: <laughs> but, um, Encyclopedia I, Britannica could have helped you. Oh, boy.
1: Right
0: my boy.
3: <laughs> so I started, um, so I put it out there in social media, but I got nervous about my accent, so I really appreciate Lunch money, Ryan. Same. same about my I love clothes. it. Man. I love
0: it. You can get it's away cool. with a lot more shit than I can, man. People are going to be like, oh, he's, you know, he's crazy." Look at that dude's crazy, man. I can't Stay away from that. my house, Armando. I don't need my wife here yeah. the she, she Uh oh. No. Mine, mine
1: might be watching this, so cal- calm down.
0: Oh, no. He now, should do cameos.
1: <laughs> so Anyways,
0: I got ner- I
3: was really conscious about it, but I put it in social media to kind of pressure myself. And sure enough, Josh Smith sends me a message, and I've never talked to Josh before. And there's this guy just cursing at me, you know, sliding into my DMs, cursing at me, calling <laughs> me a whole bunch of names, telling me I should just get this started. So I was like, okay, you know.
1: <laughs> the best kind of encouragement yeah, that there sounds is. Like my dad <laughs> here,
3: I'm like, you know, okay, Dad, I'll do this. So I started doing it. And um, ever since then, it was just, I had two shows. One was just kind of talk about life because i love you know i wanted to do something different something you know how kayak fishing you know plays a role in your life and then i thought of the idea well how about something about learning to kayak fishing and that was honestly so i can get all these quote-unquote hammers to actually spill the beans on on how to be good at it i didn't care if nobody listened to it i just wanted to
1: (laughs) you scheme inside the gun
3: yeah, just you know, I want to listen to them, and I'll put it out there. If somebody listens to it, then that's fine. But if not, I'm getting the knowledge, and that's all I care about at that time. But uh, man, it's it's a year later. I moved with Paddle and Finn. Brian Schiller got a hold of me um, through social media and asked me if I wanted to join Paddle and Finn. I figured, sure, why not? Makes it easier on me to get some of this, again, quote unquote, hammers to come to my show. At then, I was and nobody knew me. So it was hard to get the Russ Snyders, Cody Miltons, Guillermo Gonzalez to come to my podcast because obviously they're so busy fishing tournaments. So I figured, well, it's a good chance to, you know, if I'm on Paddle and Fin, then it'll give me, you know, a little bit more of a like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, we'll come to your
1: podcast. Yeah, you guys got a huge network of shows over there now. I mean, there's yeah, so many different podcasts going on within yeah. the Paddle and Fin network. and And somebody put in the comments about Josh Smith. The Dark Waters Podcast, Luke, if you never heard of that, that's a kayak fishing podcast over there. Josh Smith is a unique individual. He, he is hilarious. He does a great show, but he stopped doing it. Uh, and he is now teaching people how to be ninjas up there in uh, upstate New York somewhere, so... Um, but i wish he'd come back maybe he will someday
0: he's a loose cannon the guy is he likes uh he likes the happy grass he likes to relax and <laughs> and have a good time uh he's probably one of the funniest guests we've ever had on this show because that you was never it. knew what was about to come out of his mouth and it was always something way over the line he he did great at that part yeah, for yeah. sure that was my favorite
3: kbn episode that interview with josh smith i was i've listened to it a couple of times yeah that was awesome
1: <laughs> My man he's something else he'll be back he'll be back in his own due time um, yeah, How
0: did though. you get how did you get started in the so tell us about you have a real career Luke you fish a little bit yeah uh, on the side as well. Uh, what? How did you get started and, and tell us what you do right now? Uh, you actually have a role in the industry, unlike many of us.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, at 22 years old, man, I started working for TH Marine. I've been there ever since. So going on 17 years now and uh, I've worn a lot of different hats there, but mainly been in sales, started with them as a kid, like an intern deal. Met a couple of the guys that worked there fishing the Bassmaster Opens when, uh, you know, this was before college fishing was a thing and all that. I was just trying to mix it up in as many tournaments as I could from like 19 to 21, 22 years old. And I met these guys and they actually offered me an internship when I was like 20 or 21. I turned it down. I was like, man, I'm going to catch enough bass forever. I'm never going to need a damn job. <laughs> That's what everybody and, uh, thinks. <laughs> and exactly. And then at like 22, I'm graduating college, went to the University of North Alabama, and my dad's like, so uh, how are you going to pay for, you know, shelter and food uh, in your life? Because you're not doing that bass fishing. So I, I went to work for those guys, and it's it's crazy, man. I got in sales, and I actually stopped fishing big tournaments for years and years and years. And, and everybody sees the TH now, which is they sponsor a lot of anglers. And you think about, you know, all the products they make, which are like, with gerald swindle like the g-force motor line and different different things atlas jack plate we had none of that when i started they were like 80 percent oem boat builder and through some of my relationships and product development they kind of got into the tournament scene they didn't even sponsor anybody they had no pro staff whatsoever and and in 2000 say i started in 05 so in 2013 they started sponsoring the flw tour and some bfls and things and so i was able to kind of get back involved. Through tournament fishing, running their pro staff, and doing some of that, and then in 2015 had the opportunity to uh, to fish the FLW Tour as a co angler, and then ended up making the jump over to the front of the boat there in 16. But it's crazy, man. It's it's been you know a long, long, long road, but still day job. I call on uh, boat builders, every bass boat manufacturer in the United States, with the exception of Caymus and Falcon, are, are my customers for TH and some other you know pontoon stuff uh i've called on some kayak builders over time but mainly just bass boat guys now so yeah wear,
0: wear that hat for sure that's that's the uh,
2: that's the thing nobody thinks that takes up about 90 percent of my
0: my days you know yeah one thing's got to pay the bills like you can that's mess exactly around but you got to right. have you got to have that's money right. to blow somewhere if you're in that bass fishing game that's
2: exactly right if you're gonna make a million you better have two right that's
0: oh the, yeah that's <laughs> that's doing the, this and that's the way it seems i don't know many people that are just putting a and b together on the on the deal that's right very few
1: so talking about podcast night i wanted to get into a little bit you know ryan and i are known to have an opinion or two on our podcast uh, i know, i know luke has his and i and i've listened to enough of armando's shows that, to to know that he throws throws his opinion around as well maybe a little more professionally than we do but he still throws it around um, I, what do you guys think about the position or the role
2: of the role oh Bass fishing podcast, what part play? It's filtered if you want it to be, right? Like it depends on the kind of show you do. There are a lot of them out there. Some of them are cookie cutter that kind of do the interview thing and don't voice their opinion. I'm never going to be that, right? And, 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 and look. I've said it forever. If I say something that I ended up getting proved wrong on down the road, I have no problem coming on the next week and being like, hey, look, my bad on that. I talked to so-and-so, whatever. But I, I tend to shoot from the hip. and But I think it's very important in this day and time. We see it with, like, mainstream media and different things. Like, everybody's got an agenda, right? So I think it's very cool that I can go to Armando and hear exactly what he thinks. I can go to you guys and hear exactly what you think. And then – I can form my own opinion about it, right? And I think that's the beautiful thing. And our sport is so small in the grand scheme of things. It's a niche deal. And I I do think it's neat that you can bounce around, man. If you don't like what I got to say about it, go listen to you guys. Go listen to, you know, Matt at Bass Talk Live. Come back and go, well, Luke said that. You know, you can compare and contrast and form (laughs) your own opinion, man. But I think it's very important.
1: What's funny is, you know, now – it used to be if you listened to Luke Duncan, uh, you know, Low Budget Live or you listen to KBN or whatever, you knew what they said. But if you didn't, you know, outside of that, you had no idea what the heck was going on these podcasts. But now they're taking sound bites from <laughs> from Luke Duncan or or Ryan Lambert or Armando, and they're putting them, and it's, they're going viral on their own. Like, did you hear what he said over there?
0: There's people with brooms out here sweeping shit up, Jeff. They're Whoop. sending it to sponsors and all kinds of stuff. you got to yeah. watch this. Don't you, Armando? He knows. Armando knows. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like I've had arguments it. about it.
3: No, yeah. and, I, and I've had arguments about it because, you know, there's always that opinion. Well, you know, KBN and I'm like, I was like, dude, you have to separate what the KBN group, you know, somebody in the KBN group says to what Jeff Mal- Malad or or Ryan says. You know, you got to listen. You got to pay attention. You can't just go by the clips. And I think Luke um, hit the, the nail on the head. You know, as for me, I'm just... You know, I'm a few years uh, younger than you guys when it comes to uh, podcasts. So I've still, I think, in that point, we're finding my voice. voice. But what I've learned is that people, your listeners, appreciate where you stand on things. And I think where I draw the line, I'm never going to cast shadow over somebody's character, unless you're cheating on a tournament and it's like facts, you're cheating on a tournament, Cast it all I have no over problems them, calling you out, I, I don't have no problem calling you out on that, but when it comes to opinions, you know, what Bassmaster Kayak Series is doing, what, you know, Hobie BOS is doing, what this person did, what other persons did, Um, I like to, before I go, you know, on a show, I like to cross-reference my opinion, because first of all, there's a responsibility and for me it's not about me you know my name is not on my podcast it's about the community and building the community to where you know um tournaments could be you know the christine fishers ross snyder's guillermo gonzalez the ones that are doing the tournaments can actually make a living out of it you know if i can promote the sport and it can grow to where that is then i you know if i did my little grain of, of sand here to help this um go you know where it needs to go then i'm going to do it um and oftentimes i'll call jeff or text jeff or even you ryan and i'll ask you you know what do you think about this before i go on air because like like luke says, you don't you don't want to say something and find out you were completely wrong and having to apologize about it um, so well, I've never been wrong, Armando. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a good way to put it. Right? I mean, that, run, no, that's the life. I've never been wrong, not one damn time. <laughs> but I think um, you know it's important to voice your opinion. Like I've something that I've learned from listening to um, KBN and and Ryan. You mentioned it. You can't always pat somebody on the back and say you're doing a good job if you're not. You know, sometimes you have to give <laughs> the hard truth. And you said you know this sucks this needs to get better now i'm not going to get as far as calling people names and all that and i'm and i know you guys don't but you know there's a point where you have to say you know this is not cutting it you
0: know (laughs) we call each other names but not strangers (laughs) now i agree i mean i think i think i think the things that need to be said like you can't it can't just all be sunshine and rainbows but it's how you deliver that criticism, right? Are you being derogatory about it or is this something constructive and you're like, hey, you know, this is a weak point, let's try to do better or I'm kind of disappointed that this happened. Like, you can say things like that and not just completely come out and shit on a person or an organization. Like, I think we can all improve. We can improve sitting here. We got... DM's day saying Jeff needs to invest in a $10,000 audio mixer board so people <laughs> are more equal volume on our podcast. Look, like, Ryan, I just there's always ways to improve. <laughs> I just got a ring light. What
1: else do the people want? I mean, for God's
0: sake. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm, I'm out here. You hear looks, <laughs> Jeff. Well, just don't worry about
1: it. Wouldn't it be fair to say, then? I mean, because like I said before, everybody, not as many people listen to these podcasts, that between the podcast as a whole, I guess, all of them, we brought a little accountability to the sport, maybe? I mean, people don't hear their name. Brought up. That,
2: that's what I was going to yeah. say. I think that for me, and I think I've shed some light on things that maybe fans didn't realize, and you won't believe the guys that I've got that are out there doing it for a living, whether it's Bassmaster Elite Series, Bass Pro Tour, or whatever, on the Bass Boat side of things that text me behind the scenes, they're like, hey, dude, thank you so much for bringing that up. It's almost like you become the <laughs> voice of that because – we, we live in this weird, weird industry where if you speak up, you get blackballed.
0: Oh, yeah. More We're times here, than
2: not. It's all got to be PC, right? Like, you can't be like, hey, this sponsor I have, they suck. You can't say that. Like, you can never say that because you're just done. Then no other sponsor wants to tell you. Like, we, we live in a very weird, you have to be, even if you're a shithead, Can I say that on KBN? Please. You can say anything
0: here, literally. yeah. (laughs) Proceed. Proceed.
2: If you're a shithead behind the scenes, as long as you're Johnny on the spot on camera, the industry loves you. And there are lots of shitheads in this industry, Mm -hmm. but you can't speak up. It's very bizarre. So I feel like at some point, like you guys, I became a mouthpiece to kind of bring attention to things that people don't talk about.
0: So right we on. actually got we actually got blackballed before we started this podcast. So <laughs> we started this Facebook group and it grew and we were like, "Hey, we should do a podcast just stupid." We didn't have any clue what we were doing like with cell phones propped up on, you know, Kleenex boxes and whatnot is how we got rolling. Sweet. And Sweet now it's developed music. into this thing to where people put pressure on us like we're supposed to now care what we say. And I'm like, how did this start? Like, why You're do not- we have to, why do we care now? Like, this is silly, you know? But I mean, I get it. There is some sort of responsibility, but I, sure. think, I think there is a place for that kind of, honesty, and and I want your opinion on this subject later, but we shared something about uh, some pro anglers not getting paid by sponsors for four months uh, the other day, and all these dudes are running out, waving the flags, like, you're wrong, there's no way, there's no way this company would not pay someone, like, uh, yeah, it happens probably more often than anyone would like to know, but you have to hold these people responsible too. You don't have time to wait three years in court for a decision to come down to pay off, you know, your truck or your house or whatever you got going on. I mean, these pro anglers, like, the fastest way to get some results is <laughs> throw something no. on social media and watch a few ten, hundred thousand consumers get it in their face and then they're like, Uh oh, okay. All right. Oh, I found your check. It was it was laying over here the whole time. Yeah, the checkbooks yeah. and the pens get to get to going immediately when that. Happens. It's tricky. It's you know, Ryan, That's it's funny. Gets- right,
2: I'm
3: sorry.
1: No, I was going to say, you know, Luke bringing up people texting him and calling him, sending a message to try to bring up certain topics. <laughs> uh, our, our, I don't know about Ryan. I'm sure he has. All right, I'm joking. We both have gotten tons of messages to do the exact same thing. We have a pretty large Facebook group and forum, and we literally joke and call it the KBN Department of Justice because people want <laughs> us to bring up things in front of all those people. Yeah, and those people that want us to bring them up may be the same people that were disgusted by our group just six months ago when they need help when they need help by god they're they're right there
0: but it works i mean how many times have we brought up like non-payment issues by tournament trails and then magically they're paid like four days later i mean you know you can look at it however you want to but we're putting money in your pocket out here folks i
2: i had this is this is so funny you bring this up i had somebody call me tonight
0: that I would
2: consider not a friend, okay? <laughs> I was going to say that, and uh, I've, had a, I've had a very public run-in with, with these people and uh, at one point in time, and they called me to try to get me to talk about some of their dirty business on my podcast <laughs> to bring attention to it. And I'm like, wait a second, time out. So when I said this on my show, you didn't like it and really had a lot to say about it, but now i really kind of cried in it i'm not gonna lie it was a very odd moment in life but it's it's that way it's like you said six months ago you hated my guts now you're like hey hey look you got time for a call
0: <laughs> how's it's, lbl it's, doing bud it's a slippery slope out here I'll, I'll say that
2: it's tricky when you're when you're outspoken though man everybody wants to talk through you because people are scared to you know say it from their face most of the time right hey, uh, like, i don't really think they are
1: mark Edwards says it was boy duckett any truth to this <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, oh. if there's
2: one thing I can take just for you that will, to my dying day, will never happen. It will, Boyd Ducket will never call me and ask me to do anything.
0: Okay. not say like Boyd's name it. out loud. That's what I'm like. We need for him, or, you know, I don't know.
1: We kind of tread lightly on that because one of our good friends, Jay Wallen, is a big proponent of his rods, so we try to see that.
0: He loves – Jay's favorite thing are the quick detach guides that they come with. I don't know how they they engineered that, but Jay (laughs) loves them. White ice is his go-to. Listen, it is very –
2: they're very convenient when you like to uh, scar your lineup.
0: (laughs) It's tricky, man. Sometimes you're having a great tournament, and you're like, you know, what could ruin this? Pink. <laughs> what the call running. Oh yeah, I got that. I got that. What kind of rods you throwing, Armando? What kind of hat you got on there, pal?
3: Uh, Douglas, man. Uh, they're a sponsor of mine. they're the only sponsor I got, Douglas rods. I, I love those rods so
0: So we hung out with the Douglas dudes at the Classic, and that's why I brought that up, because we had such a freaking good time with those guys. They were with us every single night, just having a blast. I really like where that company is trying to take things on the bass fishing side. You know, they had a great reputation uh, doing two-piece rods and fly fishing rods and whatnot, and they're bringing that over to the bass side. So there's your free plug, Armando. Take that. There you go. Appreciate hey, I, I bought one of
1: them hoodies from you, Armando. It's, it's my favorite hoodie now, especially with that built-in face mask I thing. It was it, Douglas yes. hoodies.
3: You know, I wanted to mention something. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, "Well, why don't when we talk about you know blasting somebody or just giving you our opinions?" People say, "Well, why don't you take it up with them?" You can email certain company or organization, tell them, "Hey, you know what I don't like about this." It usually, just goes on the trash bin. Let's be honest with you it's not until it goes out public they're like oh yeah 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 we'll we'll address this that things get fixed now obviously there's a line be, between trashing them and um you know and and just critic, giving a, a a criticism of what should be better you know you you want things to get fixed for the community to grow not necessarily just to blast them for just to get that clickbait out of it but that's the truth of it sometimes you know sending a message to your email saying, you know, this needs to get better. It's not good enough.
0: The thing that killed me within, I'll go ahead and throw it out there, the Burge and Cole situation. Like the thing that killed me was people automatically assumed that that was their first line of action. Like they took to social media first. Like These are professionals they do this shit for a living they have companies that literally represent them to line up sponsors they think that that's the first thing that they did like obviously there's been there's been a timeline that's taken place here and if you get ignored by you know accounts receivable for so long like you have to make some other move i mean you can't just sit there with your hands in your pockets and essentially keep fishing for free for the whole season that's not i don't think that's right for the anglers and you know for the community or the sport or whatever if somebody signs a contract with you and says they're going to give you x amount of money then they better pay it and they better pay it on time every time that's how that's how business works fishing doesn't change the fact that it's still business for some reason a
2: lot of sponsors think think that it does though right like it's bizarre it really is it and it's not something that gets talked about a lot but damn man if you do your job you get paid every two weeks or every week or however but man in fishing it's like hey man we're a little behind. We're like, wait a second. You're a $10 million blah, blah, blah company. You can't pay me my measly whatever you owe me. Like, it's crazy. It's, but you hear it all the time. I still okay. have sponsors, former sponsors that owe me money. From like, five years ago. It's like, it's just a wash at some point. You're like, we got whatever. tournament trails out here that
0: still owe people money and product. I mean, yeah, there's, it's a cold world out in the fishing side. Ryan, I
1: think Ryan's still waiting on an APR ride from, like, 2016. Aren't you, Ryan? <laughs>
0: Three.
1: Three rocks. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> who's yeah. counting? I don't know.
1: But who's counting? Yeah. You uh, know, <laughs> it's.
0: That's one of my favorite things of how Armando phrases things is he won't, uh, he won't, he doesn't like to bring up the controversial shit. He'll ask like two leading questions that lead you to address the controversial He's- shit. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things about me on his podcast. Pro. He wouldn't come out and say it. He would just like yeah. drop breadcrumbs and make me say it i can tell armando is very dangerous he's trying to set he's me calculated. up
2: i can tell i don't know armando that well but i feel he's like he's calculated. like yeah this Duncan guy likes
3: to run his mouth i'm gonna i'm gonna put him out there
1: you bait him a little bit your
3: podcast is one of my favorite podcasts i'm a low lifer myself.
1: So. thank you dude. low lifer
0: lbl no, that's when, the only place when... he fishes on kentucky lake he just goes straight to lbl he don't care about nothing else.
3: <laughs> i'll be honest when Ryan, when you're coming up, I did my homework. I'm like, let me make sure I do my homework here and do my, you know, your bullet
0: points. Make sure hey, You had plenty on that one, bud. I'm sorry for that.
1: Well, you better do your homework, but we asked the hard-hitting questions around here, Arwanda. Better do your research. Yes,
0: hard-hitting questions. <laughs> yeah. Ryan didn't tell me there was going to be homework. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, there's not. Not for you, bud. <laughs> you just fire at will. That's the only reason you're here. Letteries. Let me ask
1: you this, Luke, because we hear this on our side of things, the kayak fishing side of things, which is really, we like to think of it as this. It's a booming sport. It's a growing side of the sport, but it's still a niche of a niche of a niche, pretty much. I mean, it's you know down the list of bass fishing uh, notoriety, um, but to us, it's everything. And people within the sport bang the drum about drama in the sport and people doing this and organizations arguing with each other. And they act like that's unique to our little niche of the sport. Yeah. And could you please explain to these people that it is not? No,
2: it's definitely not. <laughs> that <is> not. <laughs> I, I think it's the entire industry, man. It's a big ball yeah. of drama more times yeah. than not. You know, there's always, it's, it's like a country song. Who's cheating, who, <laughs> who's being true. Right? Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's insane, man. Especially like on the, on the, the, you know, the Bassmaster Major League Fishing side of things. But for the last three years, it's just always something. It's just like, and you got, everybody's like, we're packing up and going to MLF. And then like several guys are like, we're going back over there.
1: <laughs> I just and unpacked. I,
2: Let's yeah, go. Like, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. And they're like, we've got the world championship of bass. No, we've got the world championship. Wait a second. We're having an expo. No, we're having an expo. And then Johnny Morris is like, I'm having an expo. <laughs> it's, all within three weeks each other it's bizarre uh so no it's not it's not just in the in the kayak world but i I will say that i i think you guys don't give yourselves enough credit a lot of times because i know you said it's a niche of a niche of a niche but like from an industry perspective and i'm talking like boating industry the kayak world in general is the fastest growing market period in the story for the last five years man and it's it's making to me, it creates more anglers on a daily basis, monthly basis, yearly basis. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. Bass boats, 80 to 100,000 bucks. You can get you a couple rod and reels, get you a kayak, and you can go fishing. You can you can learn to love the sport. And now with so many kayak tournaments, if you want to be competitive, you can go do that too. Like I, I think yeah. it's freaking awesome, man. The I'm tricky just, like, part is, is
0: where, I think where it's taken – companies uh, a while to see is the ROI part because they don't yeah. they don't understand like while the kayak side as far as like media exposure and whatnot like you know it's not on TV there's not this big you know live app that you're following for all these tournaments necessarily as a spectator they don't get the that there are that many new anglers that are coming in on the kayak side and and bait companies are starting to realize that. And I talked to Byron at Missile quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know, off the clock and bullshit around. He's like, yeah, we, you know, yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really know, you know, if it was something to jump all in on or whatever. We just did that Z man shoot, you know, on Santee a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, yeah, we're all in on it now. Now, you know, now it's taken, it's taken four or five years of, of growth and showing them like, Hey, this is how many people are actually paying attention to this stuff. You know, you can post a kayak pic and, (laughs) and they'll get, you know, six or 8,000 likes on it or whatever impressions, you know, I mean, they're seeing the, the, the eyes that are on the sport right now. And I think that's probably the most important part for all of us because I mean, obviously everybody wants to see it grow, but the more it grows, the more money's in our pocket, the bigger the purses are, the more the media coverage is, the bigger the sponsor dollars are. So I think, it, it, you know, it is a slow process, but, you know, you were at the Classic. You see how many booths have kayaks in them or there's how many oh, kayak booths or how many anglers are working the booths. Like, yeah. it's you can't ignore it anymore. Like, you can't just pretend like it's going to go away next year. It's not.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, T.H. Marine just bought yak gear
0: that's I know, a new, I that. yeah they
2: just they just bought them I mean, they're just all these companies are trying to get more and more into it man and i i think that it's a it's something i'll be honest like i told christine this i want to do it like i would like to have a a, a set up and get out there dude I, it's just it's daunting to me like i listen to to you guys i watch a lot of y'all's youtube stuff and i'm like i don't even understand how you approach a tournament Nakai Really? Like it's it's Slowly. so intriguing. I know, but it's so intriguing.
0: Me. Let me tell you how you
1: do it, Luke. Let me tell you the biggest key is you make a circle and you only stick no I'm just Oh
0: no, hell no, no. <laughs> no. You make a circle with all your buddies at night and then you No, that's not good either. <laughs> <All right. laughs> then you all share all your information in the middle of the circle. No. Uh <laughs> what do you think, Armando? What are your thoughts on that? um what was the question again <laughs> exactly that's what like, i thought do no, you like kidding. being
2: in a circle with your friends the night? do I you like, like the that, circles you know? of
0: information now the yeah, growth no, of the I sport mean... as far as like the industry goes like where do you feel like we're at on the totem pole as far as recognition and i don't want to say reward but i do at the same time <laughs> like, where do you no, think I, we are I... and where do you think we're heading
3: it's i mean it's definitely growing by leaps and bounds like luke mentioned it it is you know it's hard to put a timetable on what's next um with the kayak fishing or kayak bass fishing in general because it's moving so fast you know even when the pandemic started um i remember my listeners went down to like ha- less than half and i remember talking to josh smith i'm like what's going on Is nobody like my podcast is like no it's just that people are not going to work right now people are not driving people so he kind of explained it to me because I was about to give up I'm like well, nobody's listening to it why the heck am I doing this um but what happened was a lot of people got out there on the water um and you couldn't find a, 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 a kayak I mean I had to wait three months for my uh, my first outback in the middle of a pandemic because even they were even backordered. like the next order was already sold out they actually sold me the demo they rented me the demo for or leased me the demo for one month so and then in September they officially sold it to me because I couldn't <laughs> find one to get my OBPA I had to drive all the way five hours to get to Arkansas um what? Jeff you drove to
1: Arkansas for anything Jeez, hey now, man, come on! Look at that! Look at that boat behind Mr. Duncan. Now that came straight right, out of man. Arkansas, <laughs> Ryan's favorite state to come fishing in.
3: Man, whatever. So that shows you how big it's growing, um, and it's you know it's it's definitely growing. It's definitely gotten more popular, um, and I mean I think the sky's the limit. Is it going to be as big as um, the boat series? Maybe not. Um, as far as tournament goes, but the popularity can even be bigger. But it's like Luke said. It's more affordable than having, uh, uh, especially with gas prices. With having than having a boat,
0: I think that part is going to be one of the bigger limiting factors because, like Luke pointed out, if you buy a tricked-out bass boat rig, you're dropping eighty grand, right? So these companies are seeing, uh, I mean, you know, a forty thousand dollar, thirty-five thousand dollar profit margin rolling the door on the kayak side. <laughs> If you go out and buy a $5,000 kayak, you know, they're seeing a $1,500 profit margin rolling the door. Like it's it's scaled way down, you know, so, so we're not going to see those investments from these huge companies coming in, especially because we're not having to buy a, a $30,000 motor to hang off the back of it. So, I mean, I think that will be our biggest problem. I think we're going to have to go a lot more non-endemic type stuff as far as just eyes on products type deal instead of what you're actually utilizing on the water.
1: Ryan, you said it before, man. Uh, how does the media coverage grow? Because is, is the juice worth the squeeze for anybody to start investing in live cameras and all that kind of stuff? Because participation on our side is not going to be a problem. But like you said, driving, driving up sponsor money and the investment in different kinds of uh, equipment to cover it may not be worth it to some of these companies, at least not in the near future. I don't know. So whoever's gonna be the first to jump off and do it, we'll see. Well,
0: I mean, how much how much did Luke on the bass boat side, how much did live coverage in the boats, how much did that elevate sponsor interest? Like obviously that's direct exposure. You're guaranteed, even if your angler can't fish for shit, you're gonna get him on TV at some point. Like you're gonna get your oh, product sure. out
2: there. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the boats, you're gonna get the logos, the the carpet logos and things that guys sell now, the jerseys, the the baits. You're gonna get it out there but i mean i can't believe nobody's doing the live thing in the kayak world like that's the biggest miss to me oh all i, I got bills like, y'all we're, that's we're, the problem we're, you know we're, we're in year two with this mpfl thing fat cat and i and, and working with those folks and listen live coverage is not cheap man i sit in a lot of those meetings like it is very 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 expensive and but i just think it would be so interesting to follow along i mean
0: we've we've talked about it quite a bit but you know signal boosters on a live gopro is pretty much the only real answer that we have right now i mean there's not enough people unless it's somebody super small to put in their kayak with you (laughs) they could (laughs) they could film the whole time which i would love to have hmm. i'd love to have them like a little on a swivel off to the side you (laughs) know like that would be great I, I just know retired <laughs> retired sidecar. horse jockeys. A little sidecar, I like
1: it. Yeah, what do what do the jockeys do when that. they retire, Ryan? Can bring them <laughs> I, I don't to know. Oklahoma. He's
0: just right here. Hey, Ryan, yes, yes. I would love you're that. Doing great, man. I don't, Luke, I don't to think to, it's going to it's happen.
1: Talk to th Marine about getting yacht gear to make a large platform to hang yes, off the side, and we can put sure. some small small folks I'll on call, there. I'm
2: going to call first thing in the morning. All right. I know. <laughs> Dude, I know
1: Bill. Yeah, I know Bill pretty well. Is he is he involved still at all, or does he? Uh, Bragman, the Yak Gear owner before, oh, is he, is, I, is he out? It.
2: Bill Huntley
0: was the original
1: yeah. founder
2: of
0: TSP. Yeah. To be honest, like I'm not sure.
1: On yeah, the he's probably just sitting. I on saw Bill's
0: post. I think Bill took the check and got the hell out of there. Is what it looked. He's looks down like in PCB with know. me, right? Yeah, yeah. he probably is. Do he's down at Sharky's waiting on me. <laughs> I'll see him later. With two pina yeah, coladas. I need uh, I, I I need somebody <laughs> to buy me out. If anybody, I'm for sale, guys. <laughs> we well, we're know. actually trying to sell this podcast right now if anybody wants to <laughs> throw in a couple bucks on that two
2: for we one to deal another, you can have a uh, another you, bass fishing one as well
1: yeah how dare you uh, uh any questions in the chat you want us to to answer i want, I want to go back there's a few that I, that kind of flew by and i didn't get garrett morgan had one he uh he played college football and played against north alabama he said they had actual lions in the end zone Luke. Is that true? Do.
2: Yeah, they have a, uh, a huge, yeah, they have live live lions on campus in this gigantic habitat. It's really cool. But yeah, they have the lions there every game. <laughs> Insane. Um, How it's a,
0: simple, I don't know, but it's pretty cool.
2: Here's is his that question. legal
0: still? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's North Alabama, dude. I'm Damn. not sure. I reckon, man. I didn't it's realize Joe Exotic was that close. Yeah,
1: it's their version <laughs> of the Tiger King down there. They uh, got it. So Garrett asked what your take is on the future of the co-angler division with forward-facing sonar being such a push now. Could they come jump in a kayak rather than sit behind those guys and watch them stare at a screen? Yeah,
2: that's got to be frustrating. You know, I think about it every time I go to chasing one around in circles and I got a guy behind me for sure um i, I think it's, man it's, he's screwed oh, man wow <laughs> bud you should have brought the boat uh <laughs> this is gonna suck looking at the back of my head is uh getting ready to go to the chiropractor from staring at me now, <laughs> thing, forever no I, I think that it just that's going to depend on the on the angler right the co-angler some co's are just out there to compete most are out there to learn so if you're there to learn, if you get paired up with a guy like a John Sokup that fishes MPFL and the Bassmaster Opens that's absolutely dialed with his live scope, you're going to want to sit there and watch what he's doing and ask questions and whatever, you know. And a lot of guys are really good about letting their co's or marshals get up there and actually see what's going on, you know. So I, I think it just depends. Now, I don't think – I think we put a lot of weight in forward-facing sonar, and obviously we see it at the pro level a lot. Like, it is dominating – but there's a lot of other things still going on, and not everybody's locked into that deal. You got 200 boats in a Bassmaster open with co angler Same thing in the Toyotas, 300 boats. Not not everybody's doing that. So uh, I don't
0: think it's going to run a lot of people
2: off, necessarily.
0: And you fish as a co-angler. If you're on a boat with somebody that is skipping jigs under docks, your ass ain't getting a cast anyway. Uh-huh. You're... <laughs> He's got you, he's got you he was, dropped off, you know, dropped off the grass line over there on the back side. You don't even get to right look here. at those dock posts. It's right here. Drag <laughs> dragging us, it a, shaky, exact, drag it a shaky head, that's drag. what I would do, man. Hell,
3: no,
2: you can't stay alive, staying you can alive. Never do what your boater does, anyways. In a cold, you can't, situation. yeah, you, you should not, unless they're just cracking them every cast and it's like an open grass flat where you can throw the exact same thing. It's the number one thing I tell people to reach out to me about being a successful co-angler or whatever. They're like, hey, man, you got any tips? I'm like, yeah. Whatever that guy's doing, just do the opposite. I don't Even if he's catching 25 pounds, just do the opposite because he's fishing for different fish than you are all day long. <laughs> now, with the live scope thing. thing, though, a guy gets you out in the
0: middle of 80 feet of water, and he, like,
2: that's a little different. That's a, just, that's way worse. You should bring a
0: sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> got drop, you got a drop shot. Drop yeah. shot 25 feet off the bottom. Just drag it, man. You just hope. <laughs>
1: Right, we got another have question you, have from, you switched oh, over
0: uh forward facing yet armando
3: no not yet hopefully this year but not yet
0: do you have a lot of experience with it have you have you played no it in not golf? at all not
3: what at you, all i haven't even seen got,
0: one you got it well once you see one you'll have to buy one that's the tricky yeah. part. <laughs> the problem. once you, <laughs> once you see those fish come up eating the bait then you're like ah okay all right it's yes. worth it yeah here's my kidney
1: um <laughs> Another question for Luke from Frank. He says, how's the MPFL? And why I think he meant what. What does the future look f- like for them? I know last year there was a little snafu at the end with the championship, but yep. everybody seemed to jump back on board, a lot of the anglers. So how, how's it going so far this yeah, year? We,
2: we lost a couple guys, but, you know, they. I, I refer to it as our great fumble <laughs> at the end of the year because, man, we had we had momentum. Everything was, was really good, and we went from – on a Wednesday, the week before the championship, planning the dinner to Friday. Hey, man! Uh, by the way, not having the championship. So, it was
0: what of- happened with that? By the way, I mean, I obviously I I saw it because I live in Chattanooga area. Yeah. But I, I mean, what what went down there?
2: It was just a financial thing, man. I think that there was some you know mis mis understanding, mismanagement, so to speak of of what was actually going on, and it was just times got tough. And the crazy thing is none of us knew it, I mean, other than maybe the owners. But, like, dude, we left the last tournament out there at Grand Lake. We're high-fiving, like, oh, my God. We not only pulled this off for one tournament, we pulled it off for six. Everybody's great. We're headed to the championship. And, dude, it was like, honestly, and, and the owners are great friends of mine. I, I consider them like family. And they'll tell you, I mean, dude, I've never felt like I had the rug pulled out from under me more than in that couple-week time period because it was like, where is this coming from? but we've got uh, they got a new investor right when all that happened and man i I mean i've seen things on paper they've got like a six-year plan so i think you can look forward to uh, you know it it continuing to grow we're fishing 123 anglers out of 125 more than we had last year so even with the fumble and i feel like and I, i don't mean any offense to anybody with this we've got better a better quality field this year than we did last year, we lost some guys that were kind of new to tournament fishing, just to be honest. You know, we had 50 or 60 just absolute hammers in the crew, and then we had some guys that were kind of newbies. But this year you got, a, you know, Patrick Walters and Brad Knight, Jason Williamson. You know, some of these guys that have done it for a long time have joined us. A lot of our old guys returned, you know, from year one and and – you know, the interest for next year, I, I, I think if we can keep it on the rails, keep it on the keep it on the track, man. I really do. I think it's got a place. That's what I, I say all the time. Like, you look at the Toyota Series. It was just at Dale Hall. They had 320-something freaking boats. Good man. Lord, son. We fished 220 at Cherokee in the Bass Open with 150 on the damn waiting list. Like, it's insane, man. So, to think that MPFL with 125 max, that's all they want, with live coverage, with great payout. I mean, like, I just don't see where it doesn't have a place. But like you guys said with the kayak thing, the frustrating thing for us is zero industry support. We have none. We have none. Like, that's just being honest. And I've talked about it on the show, but the industry, like, we don't have service crews to work on the guy. Like, do you realize how many Mercury Motors are in that out of 125? And, dude, they, they ain't even going to have that conversation. And is, mean, it, if- is
0: it because they're so tied to the – the 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 bass and the mlf stock sure. they're they're, That's they're a lot of so it. financially invested and spread, in that and
2: they're spread thin right there are a lot of events that they cover they're all covering yeah. toyota's they're covered so on that front no knock but it's just, it's strange man because even after the year we had with the little the fumble at the end i still thought there was a lot i really thought sponsors would be knocking on the door industry wise
0: it's probably uh, yeah. a catch twenty-two though. Like the upside to you guys is there's not a like political divide affiliation right. going on. Uh, the downside is there's not a political divide affiliation <laughs> yes. going on, so you don't have you don't have this like cult following already that's in place. Right. It's, that's you know right. pitchforks and and torches.
1: That's right. That's that's they're the. Uh... Version of the All American Series we have people that's, that's <laughs> trying to get you. you know what I mean and I'm not that's throwing a, shade at All American Series
0: great that's a great example Jeff
1: yeah I'm not throwing shade at them they're doing a great job with All American Series but they're kind of new they're trying to grow they run a great event I know the term directors are good guys uh, but they're kind of the new kid on the block so they're not pulling the same. Uh, numbers or support as as the other ones, yeah. And, and look, anyway.
2: there, there's, I'd be crazy to think we were going to come in and we're, we just had our first one there in February. We got our second one uh, for the season here in a couple of weeks. To think in seven events that all of a sudden you're going to be Bassmaster, right? And we're not trying to be. That's that's not the goal. But but I from a from a sponsor standpoint, it is a little frustrating on the industry side of things because you won't believe how many industry people reach out to me, reach out to the owners, like man. You guys sure are doing a great job.
1: Thumbs up, no money. <laughs> just <things> like <laughs> You're
2: like, what is what about not? Great job, guys. That's about it. <laughs>
1: Crazy. It'll change. Uh, somebody them. in the comments asked about I'm gonna throw it on the screen. They're asking does MLF grant credit by Christie having immediate immediate success after switching back and he couldn't even make certain rounds in the MLF? And we don't have to dive into MLF versus Bass and that kind of thing. But do you ever think uh, Ryan Armando, Mondo Luke that kayak fishing because right now all of our events are opens people don't switch back and forth they can just fish whatever the heck they want to there's no you know you don't have to prepay entry fees for the year or anything like that you just kind of pick and choose that we'll ever get to the point where we have people that are just committed to a series or two prepaid entry fees to where we get to that level of com- of commitment I won't say it'll be the same financial you know payouts and entry fees and things but that level of commitment to a certain trail or should it just stay opens forever You're on mute, Mondo.
3: Um, I've been with my allergies, so I muted myself there doing the But, um, I think it's about three years away before we get like a pro series. Um, and I'm not talking about what KBF is doing. Uh, I think, it organically, is going <laughs> to an actual pro into series. That. But anyway, yeah, yeah. When when you look at what Hobie Bos is doing with that with that selling out, and then I had I recorded an episode with Brian Schiller about it. Great thing about this events being sold out. It's going to, in mean, my opinion, it can organically morph into a uh, pro series where you have to qualify to get there. Um, I think it can go, I don't think it should be divided where you only fish the KBF or because that's not good for the sport, not at the point that we are right now. Maybe when it gets a lot bigger, but right now, it, it, the beautiful thing about it, like you mentioned, Jeff, it's like you can go fish any one of those tournaments. But I think eventually, and I mean, it's hard to put an estimate on it and who's going to do it first or if it's, some, or if it's going to be somebody else that we never heard of and all of a sudden bring a Porsche Pro Circuit Tour to kayak fishing. I really don't know the answer, but I think it could be like three years away um, if, if it's done right. And I think Kobe BOS could be that organization that brings it.
0: They're definitely the front runner. I mean, mean, obviously like the, the amount of growth we've seen in the last three years has, has been exponential to what we saw the decade before. Like there's not an argument on that. I mean, as far as the quality of the tournaments they've ran, but also the exposure and the media coverage, which is what we need the most. Like it's not something, you know, about who can run the biggest tournament or whatever, But it's who can get anglers names out there made into more of a household term that that brand recognition. That's what's going to bring in the money and allow more people to get out and and travel around and do this, you know, maybe not full time, but as a nice supplemental income anyway.
1: Yeah, at least not take out second mortgages to keep doing it or leave out of your truck or whatever.
0: You should probably be able to like go into Chili's and eat dinner. (laughs) <laughs> every now and then. Like, hey, cool. we've got uh,
1: Dark Waters in the comments, Ryan. He said, who cares about a pro series? The, the sport's growing because we have kept it fun. And there's there's some truth to that. But yeah, yeah. a lot of us uh, you know, either like to donate money and compete on the highest level we can, and that's just what we like to do. We like, we like to get out there and, and roll the dice and, and try to not really grow our pocketbooks, but just keep growing our competitive uh, spirit, I guess would be the right word. Try to get out there and compete against the best of the best for the biggest purses on the best lakes. I like it. And honestly,
0: can. I hope it stays open. Like even if there is a pro series invitation or whatever, I hope they can still go fish the other stuff too, because I think yeah. it's nice when, when you see these big names go out and mop the floor with a field of people just to remind them of why they're the big names
2: yes <laughs> Listen, people Man, that, like guys like brandon Polinick fishing the opens and i'm like bring it on i love it and then he wins a lot of them
0: yeah. like, hey, like exactly that's be- what i thought
2: gotta be a to that, there was a chris uh comment came in about jason Christie. there look when the dude decided hey I'm gonna go back to bass. He just went and fished all the damn opens and just requalified. Like it's yeah. easy. No yeah. big deal. Just Two flipped a switch. In, yeah, people have been in those hackney did the same thing. Dude, people have been in those opens for years. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go back and do that.
1: And yep. he just does it.
2: Like there's a significant difference. So I no, I love that. Yeah. Like Every tournament should be open. Let let I me mean fish. that's
0: basically what Ike did last year, right? Is is he rolled the exactly. dice on 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 getting back into the elites. He's like, I'll just fish the I'll just fish the opens. <laughs> I'll just
2: fish these opens against 230 boats every time.
1: Yeah. While we're yeah, all
2: complaining. There's too the field's too big. The lakes are too <laughs> tough.
1: If you listen to uh Randy Blockett, take it or leave it with his some of his oddball uh, videos that he puts up. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But he will tell you that those Bassmaster Opens, the fields, it's more competitive than anything you will fish because of how crowded it is and there's yeah. so much talent out there. It's so crazy. to flip a switch like that, it's amazing.
0: That's yeah. everybody shooting their shot. The only yeah. thing that you could find, in my opinion, that's more competitive to that is if you go to one of these local hammer lakes and uh, fish their CBA. If you want to figure out where whoop. you're at on nope. Chickamauga, show up to that one and Our let path. Kevin Drake kick your teeth down your throat, yeah. and you'll understand how little you know about that lake.
2: Same, same thing with Alabama Bass Trail.
0: I say that all the time. I'm
2: like, listen, I fish the opens. I fish the FLW tour. I'm like, give me all of that versus an ABT any day of the week, any sure. day of the week. Like dude, those guys. Whoo,
0: like and they're happy. serious about it. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing they got going on. That's they're like, right. Oh yeah. They're practicing seven days a week for that bad boy. I'll crush you. Yes.
1: So yeah, that's, some some of the people in the comments are just saying keep it open and and maybe we don't even need a legit pro series on the CAC World where you have to qualify just keep it open I want right? to
0: see a pro I want to yeah. see and yeah. here's what I was talking about with the Z man guys I think if you take and you we have a pro series right You make a tv show out of it you make a little reality show out of it and you cover you know pick a different three or four each week or whatever and cover their entire kind of story of getting to the lake breaking it down shit going wrong everything falling apart like Cover that stuff and show people what it's really like on the road. Like everybody sees the holding up the trophy and the big check yeah. or whatever. Show them the whole deal. Show them the flat tire. Show them the gate locked at 5 a.m. Like show them what, what really happens in these tournaments. You know, how Gators much is really going to happen to you. Gators <laughs> growling at you. It don't matter, man. Breaking twenty twenty three, torpedo right. on a gator head it's KBN KBN house
1: KBN House 2023 okay. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll document it where right. we go how pull, about that
0: pull our pull our nickels Jeff we're gonna do this yeah. I,
3: I don't understand the the point of people that and I respect their opinion but of not having or not in favor of having a pro series here's the thing if you don't want to take part of it you don't have to take part of it you can seal fish the you know KBN yeah or the Hobie BOS and the other ones the main thing about it if the sports grows investors come in and then new kayak products come in and things are going to, you know, um, developers come in, the products that are, you know, like the live scope, maybe you're going to have a bunch of other companies saying, well, now I'm going to have something more affordable to, you know, be able to install your, your live scope or your forward facing sonar on your kayak versus us trying to figure out some way to, you know, adopt this technology from the basketball world to the kayaks. So it, it, as far as the Sports growing, it's better for you if you're a fan of the sport, even if you don't want to fish a pro series. Because things, um, you get more company, you get more money rolling into the products. That's my yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, we look at everything through a tournament lens. I do anyway. Uh, But wreck fishing is where most of the dollars probably come from. But I would still say that tournament fishing, on all levels, drives the innovation side of it. Period. For sure. You know, kayaks, bass boats, whatever. Uh, so, you know, we all, we all play a role in, ma- in making this thing go down the road.
0: Because if you see the tournament guys doing well with X product or whatever, then all the rec guys want to go buy it because they think, you know, that's going to like fish monkey gloves. Like they think they need them because that's going to make them catch more fish. I don't know why that's what popped into my head, but like people are like, I need gloves because that like, Tim Horton fuck, says, in my fish mind. Mon- this is fish monkey pie. <laughs> In <laughs> my mind, I need to go get some freaking fish monkey gloves. That's what I'm missing. That's what I'm missing is that grip. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. I wanna, th- this is what I want to close the show out with, Jeff. The picture I sent you earlier, I want to oh, put mercy. this picture up. I want to get a blind react of these guys. And I want to know the honest oh opinion of how disruptors like this really influence the whole industry. Because in my mind, this is as good as gold. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Sink> <laughs> and we've in, had bro. him Let on the in. show we've had him on the show and he's probably one of the he's now. probably one of the funniest I mean just raw Ow. off the cuff Ow. funniest people that, that we've ever interviewed or I've actually ever talked to in my life to be honest with you how do you feel like that affects the industry right now I, I love it.
2: I told Matt this, we talked last week at the open, man. Like you see the things he's doing with the ugly stick, the interviews on the street thing. Like that, that's what the industry needs, man. It's too stuffy. It's always, you know what I mean? Like we opened the show talking about this, a super PC. And I love like huge shout out to Pure Fishing for being like, Hey Matt, here's a budget. Here's a camera crew. Go to downtown Nashville and be yourself. It's yep. beautiful. Like, we need more of that the sport, man. Now, I, I think it's 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 very good. Now, I will say, I have had conversations with people who are like, hey, man, we've spent the last 30 years trying to convince people outside <laughs> of our world that we're not a bunch of redneck idiots. And then Matt <laughs> well, well. goes sleeveless, smashing beers, mullet, redneck idiot, you know, to the classic. But I, I love it, man. I think Matt is – we've got a lot of, you know – whether it's in music, whether it's in fishing, whatever, a lot of people play a character, right? Matt's yep. just Matt, and I love that. Matt, Matt knows who he is, and he's always going to be that, and it's awesome.
1: Amen. Being authentic. Uh, be who you are. I love it.
3: They say sex sells, so I'm sure somebody out there finds that sexy, <laughs> oh, so... You can't say that yeah. with that accent, Armando.
2: I've already oh <laughs> You can't do it, buddy. Jeez. Uh, I'm Unbelievable.
1: Getting...
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's that it's that Western Sun vodka kicking
0: of my <laughs> My man, hey, it, that stuff will get you, man. You gotta you gotta keep well, two on eyes on that. I'm yeah,
1: tell you a funny story, Luke. The fir- when we first picked Western Sun up as a sponsor, uh, Ryan decided to try to polish up not just a regular size bottle, but it was like a gallon bottle, and he just kept on with it the whole night. And uh, we talked yeah, about that it's... for a couple days after about how horrible a mistake that was. No, it was but, silly.
0: Uh, well, the problem was is I had those little pre-mixed cans, right? Well, you couldn't taste anything in them, so I was pouring vodka <laughs> out of the bottle into the mix drink, and, like, our, the Western Sun rep that hooked us up on this whole thing was like, hey, man, you probably ought to let him know. <laughs> it's, it's already, it comes loaded. Like, you don't need to <laughs> you don't need to add anything else to it. Whatever. hey jeff we don't need anybody to die of alcohol <laughs> nah.
1: yeah we don't we're not covered in the contract with the i promise signs. that would
0: be our most viewed episode now <laughs> if you're looking for a clip to get shared that would be it finally got yeah. him boys i yeah. told y'all
1: well uh, yeah josh said it ruined his golf game did it to us all. <laughs> but anyway anything I mean, else you guys want to share with us before we get out of here tonight we appreciate you taking the time we've been you know going over a little bit of an over an hour i know uh Both busy men riding down there at the beach, so we don't want to keep you too long. Anything you want to share that you got coming up, Uh, Luke?
2: No, man. Just uh, if y'all don't listen to LBL, check it out every Monday. And uh, MPFL, I think we're at Lake Hartwell in two weeks. Try to watch that uh, broadcast with me and the big cat, skinny cat, thick cat, whatever you want to call him now. Fat Cat Newton in studio with me. we got James Watson out on the water. Show us some love. MPFL.com.
1: Got
0: Smack it. skinny cat on the ass for me, Tell. Him I, us I him. will.
1: <laughs> uh, Armando, any more uh smooth talk you want to drop on us for you get of Please. Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, just a shout out to the Paddle and fin crew, you know, and their shows. Brian Schiller with the OG show, uh bass fishing thumbs, um, from California. Um, uh Shane Lamont. I think that's Brian, um Ryan's favorite um show. Um who else? Um, Brad Higgs and Matt saunders they have a show for, uh, called The Final Cast, and that's product reviews. We got Chris Livska, which does the mindset, which focuses on, you know, getting your mind right for tournaments, which I think it's interesting. At first I was like, what is this show? But I mean, it's a pretty cool, cool, show. He gets some of the top anglers to talk about what was the mindset when they won the tournament. So I think that's a great show. Um, Brad Herleboss with the hunting episodes. Um, what else? Um, Jimmy and Dan with the um, with the reel down, which is uh, tournament reviews, and uh, what else am I missing? And uh, Dustin Dudu with the saltwater series, what? chasing the tide. What did you say? A <laughs> new person. Dustin
0: Dudu, Nichols. That sounds like a oh, superhero okay, 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 bad comic <laughs> books, right? All right, okay, okay. Dustin, Captain I know I know Dustin Alexander. Nichols. I know, I know Dustin Nichols. You got me with his new last name though. Huh? <laughs> I'm on board with that.
1: Kate Field was in the comments. Wow. She said, Lovecraft Armando. I didn't know what that meant. I thought you had gotten to her with the smooth talking, but then she hey. fixed it. So hey, okay. Never mind. my crush. Oh,
3: Lovecraft. You? Field is my crush. Yeah. That's why we All
1: brought
0: right. him on.
1: Unbelievable show, Ryan. You want to close this out with anything, man?
0: 10 out of 10. Luke, thanks for coming on. Armando, again, uh, one of the best Thank interviews you. I've ever been a part of. Thank you, sir, for your uh, entertainment and your accent. Keep it going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. And and I'll get on the page and and, uh, figure out who won the glasses and post them up. Appreciate y'all.
0: Y'all take it easy.